Very good, thank you. I like your new hmm? My old one needs to replace this one. <laughs> Mangalam Guru Devaya Devye Madhiksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindebhyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Jayanti Mangala Kali Bhadra Kali Kapalini Durgakshama Shivadatri Swahasrana Mustvite Om Namo Devye Mahadevye Shivaye Satatam Namaha Mappakritye Bhadraye Niyata So we're a small group. Komalakanta is in Michigan or somewhere um, like doing a concert tonight. He's on the way. And uh, 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 many people are out of town out here today. So we'll just do a, I think actually we should we should have been starting uh, if we're going our, our every two weeks doing the going back and forth between Srimad Bhagavatam and the Kali Sastranama. But in my reading and inspiration one verse jumped out and I thought oh, this would be interesting to discuss. Mm-hmm. And it's a famous verse and it's been used for thousands of years or hundreds of years, but as per record since time immemorial to pray the Divine Mother. Uh, uh, written by the god Rishis and gods themselves and spoken by them. So, and it seems like a very simple prayer, uh, it is a very simple prayer, but there's much depth, actually some uh, great saints have commented, made comments on this, trying to show that there's so much in, in this uh, verse. And so it's, it's, it appears a few places, it's, it's considered a Vedic verse, right? And most of these, like, verses from the Chandi are not, from the, they're from the Puranas, they're not exactly proper Vedas. But this verse finds itself into, in the Devi, uh, Devi Upanishad and the Upanishads are considered Vedic. They're likely late, and very likely they're they're pulled from the Puranas and the Tantras and put later into a text that got absorbed into the Upanishads as a Vedic text, or it's an early Vedic text, like uh, however you want to consider it. But the, in the Devi, it finds its place in Devi Bhagavatam, in a section of five verses uh, uh, that are f- are considered even say they praise the goddess with Vedic verses. You know, so this is one. Of, this is from the from the Devi Shakti Upanishads, Shakti Upanishads. But it also finds its place in the Chandi, in the and the and the Namastasye, 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 Namunamaha verses, as a kind of uh, prologue to it, the opening opening verse into it. <coughs> and the Chandi we know. I mean, Chandi is not easy to know. But we we know the story a little bit. Now I may mention it a little bit today also. But the the way it appears in the in the Devi Bhagavatam is less known. And it's also an important story because it gives a lot of um, it's 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 um, um, it's connected to the Chandi. Uh, I think they're deeply connected, uh, almost a, a, a retelling from a different side. But it's I think as as sadhaks, I think it's very useful because it's they're telling it as as of the fruition of their sadhana. This verse comes as a, uh, almost as the fruition of their sadhana. And the Devi, so the Devi Gita is from the Devi, I don't think I have, I have Devi Gita here, I don't have Devi Bhagavatam with me. Devi Bhagavatam is one of the um, Shakta, Pura, Shakta Puranas, um, and it's considered probably the second most popular, after, uh, most authoritative. You have the Srimad Bhagavatam, the Vaishnava text, and the Devi Bhagavatam. Both are 18,000 verses, uh, uh, so it's a huge text. Uh, and 
it's a beyond encyclopedia of tantric stories and knowledge and mantras and so, so many sahasranams are mentioned, so many uh, 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 pujas and mantras and, and yeah, it's, it's incredible text. A lot of very high philosophy is there. And the Devi, so the Devi within the Devi Bhagavatam, just like within the Mahabharata of a hundred thousand verses, there is a there is a Bhagavad Gita. Those seven hundred verses have stood out, right? So, so similarly in the Devi Bhagavatam, another seven hundred verses have stood out. That's called the Devi Gita. Uh, uh, and there's many Gitas. There's twenty-eight Gitas, main twenty-eight main Gitas mentioned, uh, uh, like the Devi, like Bhagavad Gita and Uddhava Gita and. Shtavarta Gita and uh, 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 what is it? Um, Abhuta Gita, uh, 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 a few, uh, Rudra Gita, Brahma Gita, Guru Gita, uh, uh, Devi Gita, Udva Gita, Ganesh Gita, like this. There's so many Gitas mentioned. Uh, but three are the main important, the most popular ones. Of course, Bhagavad Gita, that's gained the most importance. But actually, I mean, it's always important. We cannot deny the importance of the Gita, but it's universal acceptance is a, is a, is a relatively modern phenomenon, right? Um, actually, when pe- people, Jaimo, when people were asking, when, when scholars from the West went to India, and you know, you have to, you ask, you know, when you're doing research on Indian religion, so what's your main, de- what's your supreme deity? And so, even though that may not that idea of a supreme deity may not be within their 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 way of thinking, but they will, well, I guess we're Vishnu is a supreme deity, or Shiva is a supreme deity, or Brahman is a supreme deity. And so, what's your book? What's your scripture? There's no one scripture, and the scripture doesn't have, even though it has absolute authority, it doesn't have the same way we usually think of like the Bible or the Quran as an absolute authority. It's not a scripturally based, we have an, an immense reservoir of scripture, but it's not a scripturally based religion necessarily. We're not a religion of the book, right. you know. Uh, uh, and so when you ask, you go, oh, well, what's the, what's, well, what book, what's our Bible? And so you go, well, the Gita, I guess, you know. You know, it's a good answer. It's a, it's a, it's a universal, it summarizes a lot. It's probably a book that almost every Hindu could uh, basically agree with. The great Acharyas all spoke on it. All right, Madhava wrote on it, Shankaracharya wrote on it, Balabhacharya wrote, everybody wrote it, so these gave it authority. Um, uh, uh, uh. So Bhagavad Gita became the most popular. The second most popular is probably the, De- the Devi Gita. But its Devi Gita is popular in a, in a, in a um, uh, more limited sense as Devi Upasaks, worshippers of the, of the Divine Mother. And then you have Rudra Gita. Rudra Gita is, is um, uh, it's spoken by uh, Shiva to Lord Ram and through the sage Ashtavarta also and Shiva when Ram when Sita was abducted by Ravana he Ra- Rama just became mad of course where is Sita where is Sita and so the sages looked at him and said it's not proper for you to talk like that right you should be you should you should, you should uh, 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 doesn't matter where Sita is you should be self-possessed and establishing the self well that's crazy you know like a philosophy is not for somebody who's Weissman stolen Right, actually, that was a test. That was a test, actually. Right, Rama actually showed he had some certain type of knowledge. Still, karma has to be done properly, and then he was given instructions. And, and then, by certain pujas, he got the vision of Shiva. Shiva then spoke very divine, high things uh, uh, in the Uddhava Gita, in the um, uh, Shiva Gita. So they have the Bhagavad Gita, Shiva Gita, uh, and um, uh, and, ba- and Devi Gita. And so the Bhagavad Gita is spoken by. So any Gita is Gita is ultimately the guru speaking to a disciple, 
but these are not there's so many gurus speaking so many so many disciples right they're not quite the same thing these are the speakers of these are god is god right you know even uh, uh what the Sufferization Fellowship's translation says, God speaks to Arjuna. Not the best title, but it's a, but it's like, this is a big thing. Bhagavad Gita, it's right. God's right. teaching. It's not my teaching, it's not your teaching, it's God's teaching, right? So you have <coughs> Bhagavan himself speaking. Here, Lord Hari, Krishna or Vishnu. And his audience is the ideal man, Arjuna, right? And there's many examples why he's the great person to receive. So that they call that Arikari, somebody who has... Um, uh, Qualification. He's a qualified disciple, and therefore God Himself can speak. Same thing uh, uh, in the Shiva Gita. Ram is the ideal person, right? He's the ideal recipient. So similarly here, and so in there, Shiva is speaking, and and Ram is the audience. And in the Devi Gita, the, the Divine Mother herself speaking, and the gods are the audience, but specifically one, the spokesperson for the gods is Himalaya, Himavan, right? The personified Himalaya. Uh, so that's also important. So the the, the gurus are uh, Hari, Hara, and Uma, Hari, Hara, and Devi, right? And so some saints have mentioned we have to understand these three Gitas. They're not spoken by different people, and there's we can go into all things how Hari and Har, Hara are not different, how Devi, how Hari and Hara got their energy from Devi. You can, you can mix them so you can see the one reality, whatever it is, whatever form it comes. We'll go into that a little later. Like one. We gave a talk some time ago from the, from the Bhagavatam where uh, Krishna is described as a vyakta, vyakta vyakta, and vyakta vyakta, right? He's inconceivable and conceivable, and inconceivably conceivable. Or like a mixture of the we, we gave I think like 23 definitions of a vyakta I think in that class, a long list of definitions of what a vyakta and vyakta meant. And Devi is also in the Slita Sasanam vyakta vyakta surupini, right? In the Vishnu Sahasranama vyakta rupa vyakta murti. There's, there's names like that in Vishnu showing that that the avyakta murti sorry that he can't be described, right? So that inconceivable, but we can still conceive, right? We'll go into how that works. Hopefully, we have time, and so that so that's uh, that's Krishna, that's Shiva, or that's Devi speaking. They're not different. Uh, 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 guru, the Guru is one actually, and each one needs the adhikari shishya, that is a qualified disciple. That's important. So the background of the Devi Gita is the is the um, uh, Sati episode, right? We all know that story. Uh, sad tale of woe, where uh, Shiva m- had married the daughter of Daksha, Sati, and uh, there was you know we all know I mean, it, it takes it takes a. a 40 hours in the Devanki Dev Mahadev to tell the story. It's a long, it's a long story. It can be told very long also. Complicated story. But the, we all generally know the story that Shiva uh, was insulted by Daksha. Uh, and, and Devi was insulted or Shiva was insulted in Devi's presence. And to teach, actually out of, there's different ways you can think of out of tremendous grief of hearing that uh, that insult even says in the script if you hear your guru criticize it says uh, either you you uh, uh, you should rip out the tongue of the person who criticized and you should immediately commit suicide right this is uh, the, the, what the scripture says right because the, you make sure that they can never speak like that and also in your life you've already been finished you already heard the crime your 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 conscience will be polluted better you commit suicide now maybe not <laughs> no, <laughs> 
with the, with the advent of the internet, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Everything criticizing everybody. <laughs> Better just to have a little control of the mind and not react, perhaps, and have intelligent reactions. Um, but, uh, but so like that, I mean, so one thing is out of tremendous offensive here and her husband uh, uh, criticized, but also some hold that it was more than that. Actually, it was to teach Daksha a lesson. It was ultimately out of compassion for Daksha, with great anger. It's like a mother may, may, may beat a child out of great anger. Right, not suggesting mothers be children, but but you know even that behind it, there's there's may not be easy to see, but there's concern for the child, hopefully, right? There's a and so our divine mother some also a situation where we get punished, right? But it's, and so even her committing sati, we can say we've used that term now. She she burned herself into yogic fire, right, uh, and destroyed her body and gave up her body, um, uh, plunging Shiva into extreme anger and then into extreme grief once he came to accept it. Uh, um, uh, uh, but it was also done for the good of Daksha. Daksha actually made a spiritual advancement because of it. And we, thinking about it, have also made spiritual advancement because of it. But then what happened? Shiva, first he was extremely angry and destroyed. The, he killed Daksha and sent Badra Kali and Virabhadra and the whole scene, very dramatic, beautiful, incredible scene. Uh, but And then he would, he and then he was holding the, the kind of charred remains of Sati and in, in a frantic dance of destruction to the universe the, uh, uh, the gods decided to quiet him down trying to pacify him he said Vishnu came with his disc and chopped up her body in 50-54 parts or 100 parts depending. even the, ch- even the Devi, Bhag- Devi Gita gives a list of 50 and 100 Shaktipitams where her body fell there's no fixed number right? cut her body and where the body fell it became a Shaktipitam and then when the body was gone Shiva came to a little bit his senses and he went deep into the forest and just went into meditation from completely forgetting the world but not forgetting Devi he meditating that Shakti which had incarnated as Sati was everywhere and including within non-different from him so he just became actually there are some very important poses you usually have this Virasana where somebody's like half in lotus pose and one foot's down on the floor Right, this is still in meditation and engaged, right? You know, but with like both foot when Lalita, he whenever hmm? Lalita's usually in this pose, yeah. Yeah. right? You know, so that's a very yeah. common pose for those type of goddesses. Very rarely you see goddesses in pure lotus pose. They're usually standing, sitting, or one foot down, right? This is a very common pose because they're still engaged in the world, right? Uh, so Shiva, but usually you see Shiva. You know, we think of Shiva as a yogi, right? Just Right in lotus posture, we're completely eyes closed. And when when Shiva's eyes close, what happens? Nature becomes cold. Right, everything becomes ice. Right, when Shiva opens his eyes and sees Devi in the world, everything melts. Right, that becomes banana trees and river flowing rivers and and, and fountains. This is life. Right, there's a big tension between the ascetic nature of Shiva and the worldly nature of the Devi's manifestation as the world. You know, but anyway, so Shiva's definitely in this ascetic pose, meditating, he's not forgetting Shakti, he's completely immersed in Shakti, right, he's a Swashakti in his own energy, in his own union, right, and completely in contouring the world. So he's, in one sense, he's both in grief and in bliss, right, so the stories say, right, but the world's in a big trouble, although Devi's everywhere, right, still everywhere, right, but it was easy when you know, you know, you're, oh yes, my mom's everywhere, but when you lose your mom, it's a huge problem. Right, you know, it's like it's it's still like still okay. That's that's philosophy, right? And maybe we can try to think of it and feel a little bit. Oh, I feel her presence. And I see her influence, like that. But you don't have her anymore. So it's the world went into a huge crisis, right? It describes in the in the, the Devi Bhagavatam, it's in the Devi Gita itself that 
that uh, um, there began to be eclipses and and planets went into retrograde and rivers stopped flowing properly and cows stopped giving milk and children started screaming for no reason and you know it's like and, you know the election cycle went really crazy <laughs> you know like everything gets really messed up you know when things get a little off you know <laughs> it's like wow but uh, uh, but that's it. but what all those mean like like oh, planets retrograde ominously what does that mean it pretty soon everything looks inauspicious right because i mean like if 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 you're if you're full of joy it's like everything's auspicious like wow did you see that eclipse last night that was gorgeous right. like oh my god it must what horrible uh, event is that portel sorry word portel, portel. Word. what is it portel portel isn't a portel also portel word portel 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 i i mix the two words together <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, um uh so so everything became a little inauspicious, right? And so most, everybody's nervous, the whole world's nervous. And the devas, they're also nervous. Because when things like this happen, it means things aren't so, they, they're, they don't have the upper hand at this time, right? But the demons have an upper hand, right? When, when, when God is forgotten, when God is not felt, right? The lower energies get, they get, they get like, well, if, 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 if you don't see the sun, all of a sudden the things in the darkness begin to, you know, you begin to notice them, and they get more reality and get more uh, strength, right? And so there's the uh, demon uh, Tadakasura. I'm not skipping anything. So Tadakasura, he he decided, okay, now is my chance, right? I want to become the most powerful. But in the past, Shiva, him and his family, Shiva had thwarted them many times, right? So and 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 the, and he he hasn't been able to win the devas against the devas. He has some boon. I'm trying to remember. There's another story within the Shiva Purana where he has a boon where Shiva can't directly kill Tadakasura, right? So, so he's not he's he's safe from Shiva from an, a previous boon. I don't remember exactly, but I think that's the case. But anyways, he decides, okay, now's my chance, right? So he be, he he goes to a secluded place and does for a thousand years austerities, tremendous austerity, trying to please Brahma. And Brahma gives easy boons, right? Uh, not easy boons. It's not easy to get these boons, but he gets a boon. He <laughs> says, what do you want? And, and as we know, every demon asks for immortality. Right? I want to live forever. He says, again, and every time they ask that, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, whoever is giving the boon, say, that's not possible. And Brahma actually says, I can't give because even I'm not immortal. Anything that, any, any the quote, anything that, that's been put together, anything, anything that's been born will die. Right? Anything that's put together doesn't last forever. It's not possible, right? She said, but this is what I want. So well, then ask in such a way, Brahma gives them a guidance. Ask in such a way where, where you can uh, try to figure something out, you know. And so like Hiranyakashipu does his own little trick and everybody gives a trick. He says, okay, he knows right now the reason he has some strength and some boldness is Shiva's off meditating. Part, Shakti is not, has been forgotten. She's not felt anymore. And Shiva is ignoring the world, right? So now's my chance, right? So now thinking of that, he says, ah, you know, there's a, you know, it's like you want the, uh, like the best, there's, a, there's that saying, the son of a barren woman, right? right? You know, something like that. You know, it's like, the, I want, anybody's going to be able to kill me, but that being that doesn't exist, that can't right. exist, right. right? So he says, okay, let the legitimate son of Shiva kill me, right? right? So Shiva has no, no wife, he has no children, so he can't have a legi- legitimate son, means after, you know, a son from marriage, union of marriage, right? So he said he's safe, and Shiva's not opening his eyes anytime soon, right? It doesn't look like it, right? <laughs> Right? So now is his chance. So, okay, tadastu, may it be so, blessing. So he used, with this new strength, he, like all good demons, they take control and, and slowly, 
uh, bit by bit, they, first he fights the other demons who aren't immortal, who don't, who, who can, he can e easily defeat the other demons. He becomes the strongest one. Then he, then human beings are not a big pushovers. You know, you, you know, uh, you wave something in, in front of us and we, we, we surrender our will easily, right? And then, uh, uh, then he began to attack the gods, right? And he, he began to win. And slowly, the gods they were hiding and 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 scared. You know, they had lost their position. Like in the Chandi, where, where Mahisha becomes Indra, or Shuma Nishumba sit on Indra's sit on Indra's court like that, right? So the god Indra and the gods are lost. They don't know what to do, and they're embarrassed. Also, they don't know what to do. So okay, we let's let's go. Usually in all the stories, the Puranas, you go to somebody for help, and and at who you go to help is according to the tradition of the text, the sectarian tradition of the text. Jayama, come come. So, first they go to Vaikuntha, right, to Lord, to Lord Vishnu. And then because this is a Vaishnava text, if you go to Lord Vishnu, Vishnu says, what can I do? You have to go to Shiva or you have to go to Devi. If you go to other texts, you go to, like in the Bhagavatam, they go to Brahma. Brahma says, oh, you have to pray to Vishnu. And he prays at the, the, with the Purusha Shukta at the, at, the, at the edge of the milk ocean. Or if you go to Shiva, Shiva goes, we have to, you know, it's according, it's a little bit set up to who, who is the god of the text. Right, so here it's about this is a Shakta text, right? So Vishnu says, Why are you asking me? Your problems are not, are, he even says, Not even, I think he uses the word, our problems are, are not new, right? It's not your problems, he's also in trouble, even Vishnu's in trouble in the story, right? Uh, uh, and so he says, Um, get us there, green, 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 so he, he, uh, uh, so Vishnu says, Um, the problem has come. Uh, 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 the problem has come is that you've forgotten the goddess you've forgotten the Devi all the problems always come from this every problem <laughs> not just a problem every problem comes from this that's isn't it that every problem comes from forgetting we for, or we could say we forget God but this is right we forget the divine mother they're gods also you know <laughs> people are worshiping these beings as God right but but, but Vishnu is telling them we forgot our problem is we've forgotten but all of our she could easily fix our problems and he says, actually, she's everywhere, right? She's easily accessible. And she's, she calls her oh, that Bhuvaneshwari, that goddess of the universe, that goddess of the atmosphere, the goddess of the earth, the goddess of that. that uh, and, and the Devi, the primary, the, the, the supreme goddess in the Devi Bhavatam is Bhuvaneshwari, right? So he says, that Bhuvaneshwari is everywhere. We should, go, we should uh, focus on her. Go and do sadhana, right? Let us go and do sadhana or go and do sadhana uh, and get her attention. But what's not her attention because she's always paying attention to us right we're not we don't know we're not paying attention to her right that's the nature of sadhana that's why tapasya is necessary we have to purify the mind and our distraction and, and remember her think of her and so this is so this is very similar to in the chandi when after um mahishasuda was killed uh, the gods the devi appeared and after killing mahishasuda then she, ap she appeared before the gods ask a boon Right, I'm pleased by you. I'm pleased, and she was, in a, you know, just finished a big battle. Ask a boon. He says, anything we want has been. You killed Mahishasura, right? We invoked you to kill Mahishasura. She's he's killed. So we have nothing else. We don't need anything else. But you remember. But if you want to give a boon, a boon we ask for. It's two boons, and they're connected. One is that whenever we remember you, with these hymns, or when anybody remembers you, with these hymns or hymns like this, really. Right, then you immediately come and destroy their suffering, their problems, remove their problems, problems or suffering, right? Their obstacles, right? 
because and we know in the Trinity he's not the only demon to come up later another demon comes up right the Shumba and Nishumba come up and they're host of demons right and so so in the first time when Mahishasura came up they didn't know what to do and they went crying to Vishnu and to Shiva same thing and then she, and some power came out of there and they, out of the out of the collective Shakti of all the gods came that glorious Devi right who, who fought but this time they remembered oh when when a new demon came up, more subtle, when Shuma Nishuma can remember it a long time ago, in ancient times. Even there, they were the ones there, but this was an ancient. This is millions of years ago, other yugas, right? Before, right? You're thinking in ancient times, she gave us a boon that if we remember her, she'll come immediately. And so, so this time, what did they do? They went into a secret place in the Himalayas, right? And 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 they began Yadevi Sarvabhuteshu, right? That goddess who exists in all beings, right? In the form of and then all these different aspects of consciousness were described: sleep, hunger, shakti, uh, even confusion and hunger and thirst and and compassion and and, and modesty and you know, in every aspect of everything. But actually, they start with this mantra: "Namo Devye Mahadevye." This is what they start, right? And then they move into that yade, that beautiful, recognized Namaste, 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 Namo. That goddess, which goddess? The one who exists in all beings. Like we want Kali, do we like Lakshmi, do we like Radha, what's your god, you know, Isis, or, you know, which which goddess do you like best? The, the goddess being worshipped is the one that exists in all beings, right? That's the one, right? Including themselves, right? And so, the, and at the end of which, because she had a boon that was given not just to them, but to everybody, including us, if we remember her, she appears. When she appears, our problems are, are gone, right? So similarly in this, this uh, uh, I'm not sure mythologically which story happens first. There probably is a way to, to uh, when Tadaka Sura came in, in the list of the Suras in the Devi Bhagavatam, I'm sure I could figure it out. But maybe they remembered, oh yes, in ancient time, she gave us a boon. She, 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 she killed uh, uh, Mahisha Sura, she killed um, uh, Shumba Nishumba and Chandan Munda and all these uh, other demons, Dubnalochana and Raktabija, right, if we remember her. So they, what did they do? So they also went to the Himalayas, and the text doesn't say whether he said go to the Himalayas or it was, but they went to the Himalayas, and that's also. So the the the, the what what Vishnu said is you've forgotten, that they we have they have forgotten uh, uh, their mother. Actually, the word Shakti, uh, up- Upeksha, Upeksha means here means forgetfulness. So this this is the the in the Shakta Tantra in the Shakta scriptures. This is the cause uh, of problems. Right, you know, so you think every religion. How do you get into trouble? I remember one of my professors. I had a professor. God bless him. May he rest in peace and all blessings be upon him. <laughs> right, he wasn't my favorite professor at, at OCC in, in in religion, but he had a, a, a series of questions. We had to go to different religious groups like Rausader, and it was a, our questionnaire and right. make a chart. Right. right, and one of which was, how do you get into trouble in your religion? How do you get out of trouble in your religion? It was stupid questions, I thought, you know. Because assuming, because he had a fall redemption theory. Right. He was a Christian minister, actually, right. on top of that, right? right. So, but still, that's because in Christianity, you get original sins what got us into trouble. Right. And I get out of trouble by accepting salvation through, through, the, through the mediation of the Son of God. You know, right. there's, there's things like that. Or, right. or in Islam, uh, is, 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 is disobedience to God to get into trouble. Or be surrendered to God, not to get out of trouble. There's simple things like that. So here, the um, uh, the the way you the way you get in get into trouble is shakti upeksha, up, up, forgetting shakti, forgetting God, right? But not God. We can God. Shakti means there's a power hidden everywhere, a shakti, a, a reality that we're not seeing. Uh, even my guruji, his language, his his um, uh, uh, 
he was a yogi and a Vedantist, but he used a very tantric language, Shakta language. His name for God, his philosophical name for God, that unseen power. <laughs> Some unseen power. You know, but not he's unseen, but you can see it every you can see his manifestation. He used to say he's like in the light bulb, in the refrigerator, in a heater. One ge- the same power gives light, gives heat, it gives coldness. Right? It's a, but that power is one. You say Yadevi Sarva Bhuteshu. That power which manifests all these different things. Right? So we've forgotten it. We don't see it. We don't notice it. Even if we're seeing it, we don't notice it. We see the light but not the electricity. Right? We see the manifestation but not the power be- the unseen behind it. Right? Uh uh so that's how you get into trouble, how you get out of trouble, right? Shakti Svaranam, right? Remembering, remembering God, remembering Shakti, remembering the, the Goddess, remembering our own Shakti, however you want to think, right? However you want to conceptualize it. Um, so he says, why do you worry so much? She, that Bhuvaneshwari, is like a cup of riksha, like a wish-fulfilling uh, tree or wish-fulfilling vine, kalpaturu tree. Right? Anything you want, she anything you want, she you sit under her branches, she gives you that fruit. That's what Vishnu says, right? He says, uh, we have her she's always available to you. All you have to do is appeal to her. Right? Ask her. I mean if you sit under the the tree. So this is very interesting because we'll see, they go and do tapasya because they have a problem. Because what's the problem? Tarakasura's taken over. What do they need to, the only way to, to kill Tarakasura is to have for Shiva to have a son. The only way for you to have a son is for Shiva to get married. And the only way for the to get married is Devi has to be reborn. Right? So they have to pray to Devi, you need to be reborn as the daughter of the Himalayas, right? As Parvati, right? And therefore get Shiva to open his eyes and look at her again. He's had his eyes closed internally, no longer looking, have the whole world change again, a new son be born. That could be Kartikeya in the story. Kartikeya will eventually kill Tarakasura. Right, and their problems will be their main problem. But by the end of it, I'm giving I'm giving 700 verses later, right, right or probably 10, 10, 15 verses later, when she, when she asks, "What do you want?" Right, okay, I'm in front of you. What do you want? He says, "Oh, we just want to lo- love you and know you." He says, "No, no, you must have started with some god, some cause. Think about it." <laughs> goes, oh yeah, there was some demon who took over the world. <laughs> so if you if you want to, please be born, get Shiva to <laughs> to fall in love with you, get married, have a child. That can kill. That's destined to kill Tadakasura and rid us and put our. But they've forgotten about it, because the thing is that while God is a wish-fulfilling tree, anything you want will be given. But it only works if you're underneath that tree, right? It's not easy to get that close to sit underneath a tree, to see a tree, to worship a tree, right? You can ring a bell and do puja and circumambulate it, from, from, you know, do pilgrimages and go by helicopter and circum. We can do all kinds of things to the tree, but to sit under the branch is a very intimate thing. So by the time you get there, many things have been purified. So the thing you ask, the real fruit is given usually, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, um, uh, uh, so he says, go to her. She's a wish-fulfilling tree. All you have to do is think of her, remember her. She'll come to you, right? You forgot the mother, the c- and therefore we forgot. The, that's our problem. We forget the mother, and so our connection to her is lost. But we're still connected. We cannot live for a second without her, right? But we feel as if we're disconnected, right? If we're seeing her, but we don't see her, so we feel lonely, right? Actually, what you're seeing, if you've lost your mother, it makes you an orphan. So we think we're orphans. We've been orphaned. But our mother's never left, right? Her, she's not obvious right now, but that's our problem, is that she's not obvious right now, so we feel like orphans, and we, and we behave foolishly and emotionally and, and out of pain and loneliness and, and, and confusion and desire and all these type of things, because we don't realize she's right here. We, we, we've never lost our mother, but... To not see her is the same as having lost her, practically. So many people could understand that wonderful 
uh, talk, he says we've covered we've we've covered our own eyes and are and are crying that it's dark, yeah. right? With our own hands, we've covered the eyes, right? Yeah. So the thing is, but still, the cause it's not true, but it's real. We're still in separation. We're, I always say we're in conscious separation from God, not actual separation from God. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. Our Guruji Swami Omananda, he says, you can make a challenge to the Divine Mother, the Absolute Mother, the Almighty Mother. You can challenge her. I dare you. Throw me from your life. Right? Be completely separate from me. She says, it's impossible. I challenge her all the time. It's impossible. There's <laughs> nothing she can do to make herself separate from us. Right? We forget, but we can be foolish. <laughs> Maybe saying that, because it's our foolishness to <laughs> be away from us. But, uh, um, uh, but, uh, and so and he also, Vishnu also said that mothers giving these troubles because we've forgotten her, right? We forgot, and therefore she's created this whole thing to create a, a, a crisis. Because sometimes we don't, you know, we always say because you hit uh, until you hit rock bottom or something, and a crisis, some crisis usually leads to the next breakthrough, right? So uh, somebody who's happy, somebody who's happy and satisfied and, and, and not lonely doesn't feel that they need, they're not miss, if you don't feel you're missing anything, you're not looking for anything, right? So you have to feel the, the lack in order to want to, to, to make the effort, right? Um, so they, they retired to the Himalayas and invoked her and they, they went to the Himalayas Himalayas sadhana can be done anywhere one of the things she says later when she's asked one of my favorite verses I've given a talk on this verse a while back also, some years ago she says that when they ask her eventually when she appears to them they ask her uh, uh, what are your places and what are your times for your worship she says all, pl- all places are my places all times are my times right but still, there are special places and there are special times, right? So he says, so they went to one such special places high in the Himalayas. Right? And the Himalayas is very auspicious, of course. So many sadhus have done austerity and tapasya there. It's called Dev Bhumi, the gods live there, right? And the leelas of the gods, you know, we, the stories we're reading took place there. Even this story took place there. We can go probably go to the place where this sadhana is said to have happened. And you're there, you can feel it, you can see it. You can you can see Rishi sitting on that rock is Nandi and that was Ananta and that one is Kartikeya. You can see it in their living. You know it's it's a it's an environment. So place is also important. You play a place where you completely uh, uh, you can meditate anywhere, but not anywhere is not every place is the same, right? What Thakur said, Bane mon, what, mone kone what is it? Mone kone obone. You can go to Mone means in the mind. No, first in the forest. Right, Vona means forest, it's like the Himalayas, right? Or in your own, in a corner, which means your shrine, a corner of your sadhana, or in your own heart, in your own mind, internally, right? Uh, but so exactly where you where you go also matters. Uh, so, but another thing, the commentators on the on, on, on the Big Gita have said that they also needed from because to do the ceremonies they needed, they needed cert, they needed yajamana, they needed officiating priests or a sponsor. Right to pay for you know there's and when you do a big yagya we don't do we do simple tantric things right if you do a big yagya you have the priest you have the spon- you have the sponsor you have there's four or five people that are required right for the pujas they're going to do including this says the devi yagya or the amba yagya uh, the, the 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 mother's uh, thing they, so but they've lost everything Tadaka Suda is taking everything they have no money no that they can't hire anybody they have no you know they're all beggars at this point right but the Himalayas the Himalayas himself will be our, our, our host he will be the sponsor right that's another big thing the place itself of course he's personified also and and, uh, uh, and that has a very big thing the Himalayas also rep- represents the body it has many deeper yogic things maybe we can go into it so what did they do then it lists in the Bible in the Devi Bhagavatam it lists the sadhanas they did right maybe I have it here 
uh, I've written uh, first I did Purushcharana Purushcharana is the uh, uh, chanting of a mantra in order to make it living a certain amount of times usually it's a hundred thousand times per syllable of the mantra so like Nama Shivaya or Om Nama Shivaya is five or six syllables Purushcharana of that would be in a certain amount of time uh, uh, five or six hundred thousand repetitions right of the mantra in Japa and then one tenth of that could be done in fire as a fire offering. One tenth of that number will be done as water offerings to the earth. One tenth of that could be will be offerings to the atmosphere. And one tenth of that you have to feed poor Brahmin sadhus like this, auspicious people that are proper to feed. So it's a very costly thing, a very difficult thing. Right? It can be done for ten days, one month, one year, it depends on the length of them. A guy Chudipudashadana takes three or four years sometimes. Because people, even people full time, say, so what if you have a job and children and cooking and <laughs> gardening and like that? Take, you have to, you have to say, okay, if I can do two hours a day, right, or three hours a day, and and then also there's all these rules to sleep on the floor. You have to be strict brahmacharya, you have to be strict vegetarian. There's all these rules that have to go along with the Purushcharana. Purushcharana, then it's the purpose of it is to awaken the mantra, right? That's what it says, right? Also, and also to purify the heart. There's many things because people do it or to get like certain results also. Big tapasya, right? Purushcharana is one of the things they do. So that shows you by that first mantra, they do Purushcharana. It means they're doing intense tapasya. All the gods, they're desperate, right, to, to, to do it. They do this Amba Yagna. They, they do the uh, 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 sacrifice for the goddess. That's also mentioned about the details of that puja are done. Right? They do different vratas, different austerities and vows, of fasting, of holding hands up, of standing in water, of sitting between fires, different vratas. Are, a few are, are mentioned also in the commentaries. They do dhyana, some of them are engaged just in medita- pure meditation, dhyanam, right? pure meditation. Some are doing nama parayana, those who are they're, uh, just meditating on singing God's names, kirtan of God's names, recitation of, 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 of the names. Some are doing Sahasaram Parayana, they're chanting Lita Sasaram, Kali Sasaram, Devi Sasaram, you know, the recitation of these hymns of thousand named hymns. Right? Some are re- re- reciting suktas, these are like Purusha Shukta and you know, the Vedic mantras. So you see it's quite a, probably quite an environment, quite an ashram environment, right? Mantras are being chanted, people are meditating, people are doing fire sacrifices, people are doing kirtan. It's a wonderful environment, right? Some are fasting, some are doing yasa. Kam 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 am cham im with mantras and harim, all these uh, purifying the bodies, full of uh, of uh, purifying the b- bodies and atmosphere, and nervous system, identifying it with the Devi through the alphabet and mantras. Our uh, uh, Adi Keshav, who's recently returned from triumphantly, from uh, he graduated, uh, he did his master's thesis on nyasa and mantras, uh, these uh, bijas and and like the very. I'm just I'm, I'm third through his thesis, very interesting about nyasas and stuff. And they did, and then the very nice line because the supreme goddess here is Bhuvaneshwari. And Bhuvaneshwari's mantra is called Hrileka or Maya Bija, Hrim. Right? So they said they did puja of Hrimkara Surupini. Right? They're worshipping, they're, they're worshipping most likely by the chanting of this mantra, some meditating on this mantra. It even says giving up sleep, giving up anything. The mantra, actually, the verse says either giving up sleep or for a long time without consideration. But they're doing, they're spending all the time chanting this Hrileka mantra. And this is the supreme mantra. This is a, the mantra for Devi. It's the equivalent of Om for Devi, but it's also especially for for Bhuvaneshwari. Her mantra is only this mantra will do in her worship, right? Uh, so they're doing this for it doesn't say a long time, right? Uh, years, days, years, months, thousands of years, uh, divine years. Who knows? Uh, uh, and sometimes we think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's not working. I do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening, sometimes. 
and I'm not getting the same result. Debbie's not coming in front of me, you know. They did tremendous austerities, and they're gods on top of that. <laughs> this is Indra and Varuna, and, and like the, these are the big, the big ones, you know. <laughs> right? Uh, 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 we don't get the same result. Right? So it takes, but also that versus showing, it takes, it takes tapasya, right? She's pleased by tapasya. Also, she was pleased by tapasya. Even Devi, when, when she gives the boon to be born, she will have to do tapasya to get Shiva to be her, to, to, to her husband. Right? Shiva loves austerity. Right? It means serious practice. Right? And if you want to get something, you have to do serious practices. This is just, and actually given a long list of practices, I think it's meant, this is sadhana shastra. Devi Bhavatam is sadhana shastra. Right? So it's these different um, uh, um, choices. All these, all these different ways that people focus it's not just one, they only do one thing, stand on one leg in front of fire. No, they're chanting, they're doing kirtan, doing puja, doing yasa, doing japa, doing meditation, doing fasting, they're, uh, all these different things that they're doing. But the thing is, but they have to practice to get the result, right? Samis, um, Chaitanya told the story recently of a disciple of Holy Mother who, uh, who became sick and was trying to get a response. He had a question of Holy Mother years after she died. And Holy Mother gave um, the... Uh, give instruction in the future if you need to contact me this is what you have to do separate yourself from people for a few days right control your food minimum right and increase your job many hours a day because holy mother's vibrations one way our vibrations down here you have to raise the mind to a vibration where you can even hear that you can and then he gets a dream or in a vision he got the answer he needed right he got the response right he said if you need me you have to this is what you have to do your regular consciousness won't you won't get information from it. We have to raise that consciousness. So this is the point of this, right? So then it happened on a certain day. Ekadik was during the Chaitra Navami of Chaitra Mash, which means the spring Navaratri. The ninth day of the spring Navaratri. So it's auspicious holy day. It happened to be also Friday. This is also mentioned, right? So on a Friday, this is Devi's day, right? On Navami, which is Devi's day, right? And, and during Chaitra Navaratri, which is the time of, of the goddess, right? It says she appeared. Right. So, how did she appear? She appeared first as a pillar or a orb or a mass of light. Right. And and the scripture that mentions it says, "Jyoti sham apita jyoti." Right. That 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 this. What is that light then? That that we, that's a common thing. Or we or go towards the light, or God's light, or we think like that. The light. So what is that light? That same light is mentioned. Jaima Peter, can come. Come on. You have today's today's hymnal. I'm giving background <laughs> story to the Devi Bhagavatam, Devi Gita. <coughs> So, Jyotishyam Apita Jyoti. So, that, what is that light? What, the question is, what is that light? Right? So, this light is given, the Upanishads use the same idea. Actually, in the, in, in the um, uh, Biharanyak, what is it? Uh, Briha Aranyaka Upanishad. Brihat Aranyaka Upanishad, I think. Right? Um, um, Janaka asked Yaktivalka, Kim Jyotira, uh, uh, my eyes aren't so good right now. Kim Jyotirayam Purushaha. So, for people, what is the light? This is the question, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so the the guru asks the disciple, 
what is that light? This is a classic Vedantic inquiry. The Guru asks you, so where does where do people get light? Right? Uh, uh, so Arjanaka asks the sage, right, what is that light? And so the, the Guru says, oh, the, the light comes from, the, the sun is everyone's light, the easy. Right? And so you're thinking, yes, that's right. But then the question is, but what happens when what happens when um, uh, there's no sun? At night time, what's everyone, what, what's people's light? That's simple. That's another answer. The moon, easy. Right? We got, at night time, we see by the moon. But what if there's, what, what about Amabasha? When there's no moon? It's night time, there's no sun, then we'll be light. Well, then you could start saying, oh, then there's fire is a light. Right? But what about there's, what if there's no fire? Then you say sound. I forget the full thing, but then sound is a light. Mm. Right? You can hear. Hello, hello. Amikananda, are you there? Yes, oh, there's you. So you know, he's so slowly you can you can navigate. This is your light, right? What if it's silent? Nobody's there to make a sound. What's the light? So he keeps going, then touches a light, or you know, all the like that. What is light? And then finally, I wrote it down. It's a beautiful one of my. Tatra ayam swayam jyotihi. Right? Tatra ayam swayam jyoti. You are aware of your own self. Right, that is ultimately the light. In other words, your own consciousness. You're aware of your own consciousness. Right, that is ultimately the light. We see that it says that shining, everything shines. Right, the, the Upanishads say. Right. So the why we the sun doesn't let us see. Our consciousness lets the sun shine. Right. We we're I'm reading by the light of the sun, but all this is because of consciousness, not because of the sun. Right. So consciousness. Hmm? Berkeley. Very Berkeley. Yeah. Very 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 George Berkeley. Um, so, so co- our consciousness is ultimately the, our light, right? So this is the light that's mentioned, right? In the scriptures, it's given all this huge, dazzling ray of light. What is that? That's the light of consciousness itself, right? The, our own self-awareness, right? And you see, even in deep sleep, that, that awareness doesn't go away, right? And wake, the problem is we're not even aware that we're aware. We're so, uncon- we're so unconscious that we're not even conscious of our consciousness. That makes <laughs> sense to say, right? Right, we're, we're we're quite dull, true. right? No, it's true. We're not. People like to think like, how do I think what we think, and how do I know? What we, and we don't, yeah. you know. It's like maybe for a little period in high school, sit on the beach with a friend, you know, and you know, th- then all these ideas come. I think, you know, but then then you go to, then you go to school to think, learn how to think, and you forget how to think about this unless it's your topic, you know, and then get distracted, and and we don't think about the nature of our. We're not aware of our, our awareness. We don't think about our, our ability to think like this, right? So, Tatrayam Swayam Jyoti, you are that light. So, if you think Sri Ramakrishna, he had also during his days when he was pining for the Divine Mother, right? And the night he'd cry, another day, you know, we know the story, another day has passed, Mother, I have not seen you. And he was serving the Divine Mother, uh, Kali, in the temple with great, great affection and great sincerity. But you're thinking, is she real? If she's real, she'd be seen, right? It's like, others have seen her. We, the stories say others have seen God, right? My Guru used to say, what one man has done, I can do. That's proof it's been done. If one person has seen God, that's proof that God can be seen. Not only that God exists, that's good enough. We can argue whether God exists or not, right? But if, but, but if somebody claims, I've seen him, or I've seen her, I've seen it, that means it can be seen, right? It may, it may not be easy, <laughs> but it can be, it can be done. He says, so I, taking the faith that my guru and the sages have seen, had, had realized the self, I can also realize, why not? Maybe difficult. They, it wasn't easy for them either. I shall try, right? But Thakur is also in a little different way. They've seen Ramprasad claims to have seen you. Kamala Kanta claims to have seen you. The great mystics of the past, right? Um, and so we know the, st- the story goes that he got so desperate that he, uh, 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 out of longing to see her that he saw the sword hanging next to Ma that's used to sacrifice animals, right? And he went and was going to cut off, was going to slice his own throat. 
And so then, then he had his vision. But his vision wasn't Ma was four arms sticking her tongue out. Or Durga with 18 arms or 10 arms riding the lion, right? His, he describes it as an infinite ocean of light, right? Where just everything, he says, slowly that everything got engulfed in that light and everything got merged in that light. And he became so overwhelmed that he lost his body, lost his sense of self in that ocean of light, right? And but, so the question is, what? well, he had a nice vision of light, but he had a vision of Kali. But he woke up saying, ma, 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 when he came back to normal consciousness, right? And slowly that, that light... Described he in his own language is there in the Lila Prashanga would take on the form of the of, of the goddess showing offering boons and blessings. It means a traditional form of of, 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 uh, of Kali. Right. So that light and the form of Kali, that that, that light of awareness is not different from the from the Devata. Right? The Ishta Devata and Brahman or or Brahman and, and Atman, these are not they're not different categories. They're seen differently, but they're not different tattvas ultimately. Right. Uh, and then the huh? story she came to get the light from all the gods. Yes, no, yes, so in, in the Chandi, yeah, the light of all the gods came, their own awareness, and then they get to realize, not like, oh, see, we built the goddess. That wasn't the point, right? right? That, that their own light, their own consciousness, yeah. right? They even realized that, that their own consciousness was her. Her Shakti built yeah. them. Hmm? Her Shakti, her built, Shakti them. built them, of course. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, uh, 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 so seeing this, like, let me read uh, the actual. So they saw this infinite light, right? And they became and and on all four sides, it says the, the, the all four sides they felt they saw the Vedas singing its praises. All right, let me see if I have. I should have. Uh, it's here. Suddenly, in the ninth lunar day, in the month of, Ch- of Chaitra, on a Friday, that lustrous power revealed in scriptures appeared before the gods. Actually, this term revealed in scriptures. That power, which is uh, that lustre, that light, which is also revealed in the scriptures. This is verses like this, right? About the light of consciousness and awareness. This is um, uh, scholarly. Pr- uh, Mackenzie Mackenzie Brown, the translation of Devi Gita. It's not, it's not a bad, it's a, unfortunately it doesn't give the Sanskrit. You have to, you have, to have three versions in order to recreate <laughs> the verses, you know. But uh, it has a good commentary and good um, notes. So it's a, a semi-scholarly, usable scholarly uh, 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 approach. Um, um, anyways, uh, lustrous are revealed in the scripture appear before the gods. Praised and all side by the four Vedas incarnate. It blazed like ten million suns. That's the first thing, it blazed like ten million suns. Where you say, though, we think, oh, uh, what is the light of man? The sun. No, the, the real light, the light of the sun, if we see that, it blazes like 10 million suns. It's a source of countless trillions of suns. Yeah. Countless suns and moons from her body shine, Ramprasad or Kalmakanta sang, one of the two sang, right? In the song, right? But you imagine it's, it's, it's the blazing like 10 million suns. That must be overwhelming and burning. No, but it's cooling like 10 million moons, mm. right? So it's also given that it's not, it's a, it, and, let me see, I remember, tinged with red. Uh, and sparkling and, 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 and decorated with lightning, right? This is how it's described. So it's, it's, so what do you think about it? It's sun, it's moon, it's fire, it's lightning, it's electricity, it's, you know, and it says tinged with red is important. That red color is rajas, right? And part of it, the commentators have said, the ancient commentators have said that Devi was revealing a rajasic aspect. Right, uh, uh, her Bhuvaneshwari is revealing a rajasic. Sometimes some paintings of her, of this scene, have her even her body is red, or dressed in red. Mm-hmm. Right, because it needed 
the tamas of forgetfulness had to be overcome by the rajas of dynamic uh, action, right? To fight the, uh, the, the like whatever needed to be done like that, right? Uh, flashing like ten million streaks of lightning, tinged with red, that supreme lustrous power shone forth, unencompassed, above, across, and in the middle. So there was no end on top, no end to the bottom, and no end to the side. I mean, there was just an, an infinite expanse of light, right? Or, or one possible light. Um, that dazzling brilliance blinded the eyes of the gods, O king. You can imagine that's it's uh, uh, not accustomed to staring in the sun. Ten thousand suns and ten thousand moons and lightning. Right, and red. Uh, so then what happened then they closed their eyes they couldn't see but slowly they began they tried to see what are they actually they're shown just like just like in the Gita Arjuna is considered a Adhikari Shisha a qualified disciple right uh, 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 and Rama is considered Adhikari Shisha here the gods are seen as Adhikari Shisha because they didn't just faint they didn't leave run away <laughs> right they like they look at they, 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 they could they were overwhelmed but they tried to see here that Again, they open their eyes, and w- and so it says, uh, um, uh, that dazzling brilliant. Uh, when again the vision returned, the gods beheld that light appearing now in the form of a woman, charming and delightful. She was exceedingly beautiful of limb, made and ma- a maiden in freshness of youth. Her full breast upraised, her full upraised breast put to shame the swelling buds of a lotus. Her girdle and anklets jingled with clusters of tinkling bells. She was adorned with a necklace, armlets, and bracelets of gold. Her throat resplendent with a chain of priceless gems. The locks of her cheeks shimmered like black bees, swarming on a delicate kataka blooms. An exquisite line of down on her midriff enhanced the charm of her shapely hips. She was chewing tambula, this is a betel nut, mixed with bits of mint and camphor. This is why we always give Ma the things on Alavasha. She likes to chew these things. Beetle nut mixed with mints and camphor. Pendant earrings of shining gold graced her lotus face. And later, at the end of the Devi Bhavitam, described those earrings are made of uh, have Sri Chakra earrings. She mm. has. That's one little detail. Some say she has sun and moon as ears, but have Sri Chakra's earrings. Uh, uh, above long above eyebrows, her forehead shone with an image of a crescent moon. Her eyes were red lotus petals. Her nose dignified. Her, her lips like nectar. Her teeth resembled buds of white jasmine. A string of pearls adorned her neck. Her crescent-shaped crown sparkled with jewels. She was bedecked with ornaments shining like new moons. A garland of jasmine flowers brightened her luxuriant hair. Her forehead sported the saffron dot, while her three eyes reflected her playful mood. Three-eyed and four-armed, she held a noose and goad while gesturing her ben- benef- beneficence and assurance of safety. She was dressed in red and appeared lustrous like blooms of the pomegranate. Richly adorned in garments, all suited for love, she was worshipped by all the gods. Satisfying all desires, she is a mother of all, the deluder of all. That's an important, she is the mother and the deluder of all. She is Mahamaya. These verses will show that. The mother's kindly face, so gracious, displayed a tender smile on her lotus mouth. This embodiment of unfeigned compassion, the gods beheld in their presence. So that's quite a vision, right? Uh, uh, so exactly. So first, that infinite pillar of light of their own consciousness, of universal consciousness, they couldn't. How do you handle that? How do you think of it? It's the thinker. 
not even the thinker, it's yeah. the consciousness in which thought arises. Right. Within the thinker thought and thinking arises. You know, it's like it's not an easy thing. It's never, the problem is that consciousness is never an object of consciousness. Right. right? But how do you make, but, but we have to, we're told, think of God, remember God, remember the mother. We have to make her object of consciousness. Right. right? There's a verse, I don't know the source of the verse, but it's repeated a lot in, in the tantric uh, text. Uh, let me get it here. Uh, upasakanam kartyartam brahmano rupakalpana upasanam kartyartam kartyartam for the sake of worshipping upasana right that kartyartam brahmano worshipping brahman how do we worship we want we're told worship we have to worship God brahman the absolute how can you? How can you? How can you meditate? How can you worship? How can you adore something that's your own? Not even it's it's awareness prior to thinking, right? What to think of an object? You know, it's not an object of awareness, right? How do you make it? So it says rupa kalpana, right? A form is attributed to it, right? So it's a trick because who's doing the attributing, right? Is that uh, that uh, part of it? So we can also, oh God is made in man's image. We're not made in the image of God. Man's made. You can say it like that, right? And uh, so people said that if you ask uh, you ask a big um, uh, uh, a big buffalo, what does God look like? Oh, he's a very big buffalo with really big horns, <laughs> right? We can we you know like the biggest, most powerful buffalo ever. There's never been a buffalo so beautiful as God, right? You know, so that's something we can also do. We also anthropomorphize and like that, right? But it's not that's not because well we make God in our image. So far, I don't know anybody with four arms or sixteen arms and. And, and, and a lion's head and an elephant's head, body, you know, like, so it's like, obviously it's more than just superimposing images, you know, part of it we give an image, an idea to God, right, Brahma, but the Kalpana could be God gives himself or herself, itself, appears, she is an infinite expanse of light, of awareness, right, but she then shows herself as, a, as, a, as Devi Bhuvaneshwari, dressed this way, it's not like they all like, oh, quickly, let's, make her look like somebody like a pretty girl we knew in high school or something you like you know they, and the gods they have multiple arms maybe their, their friend in high school had multiple arms like this it you know, could that could be like like in the movie like uh, oh god it looks like you know you, you make god look like what a, a familiar thing right but that's that's but that's an interesting thing so some would hold no that that we're trying to by trying by foolishly trying to comprehend and worship brahman we we we, we, we impose a false form in it or in order to think of Brahman, in order to worship Brahman, Brahman appears in a form that's worshipable, thinkable, right? It's, so then it's not it's not a, 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 a grasping the dark of, of of ignorance, right? It's revelation of mercy, and actually here, unfeigned uh, compassion. She's showing herself genuine compassion because she wants to be seen. They want to see her. She's appearing in a way that they can comprehend. Right, so actually, the, this form it may not be Brahman, but it is Brahman. What else is it? It can only be Brahman. It's only that light of consciousness. It can't be nothing else. But it's that light of consciousness. Weak, but she's made herself as if she's an object. Right. This is a unique thing. She can think of the thinker or think of the substratum of thought. Right. Uh, uh, this is a Brahmano Rupakalpakam. So overwhelmed by emotion, they began to cry. Right, they couldn't see anything and become their hair stand on end. Of course, it was like that. So then, so then, there's a danger of thinking that oh, all this is caused by emotion. Right, that's a common thing. Oh, you see somebody, you know, some people in highly emotional state, having some religious experience. The gen religious experience, the, the emotions causing that fictitious religious experience. 
right? Sri Ramachandra Vivekananda, a good rationalist, when he'd see Sri Ramakrishna Samadhi, oh, these are the this is these these are delusions of of his. He's emotionally brain sick baby. He called him, right? These things create. Yeah, you you think because you know these things. He's so emotional and so much like that. Pretty soon he's generating. We can see, and that also happens. People generate delusive experiences, right? But this is not what's happening here. Akliya says, but this, these herliperations, the crying, this, the overwhelming, becoming choked, mm-hmm. right? This could, if you if you rev yourself up in an emotional frenzy, you can generate those symptoms. Though, look, I'm, I must have had a divine experience, right? And that's a fake experience. Or these are the symptoms of bhakti, right? And so in the bhakti tradition, they call it bhakti lakshana. These are the signs, the indicators, right? They, it, it's not pure, they're not 100% trustworthy because people can fake them or generate them, right? And, uh, 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 uh. But there is, these, are descri- these are given in the scriptures. You have some, uh, 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 her lip stand up. These are signs of, because they, they, they were overwhelmed, because they had a divine experience. Their overwhelming emotional experience did not generate the divine experience, right? So that's an important point here, right? Lakshana, bhakti lakshana, they call it, right? Right. So then, what do they do? They don't have. It's a reality they don't know. It's beyond. It's avyakt. It's beyond speech. It's beyond. Fo- it's beyond con- conception. So what do you say? They want to pray. They want. Uh, so eventually, they they get a they get hold of themselves, and then they act. They actually ask questions and answers. Oh, oh, goddess, what's the way for us to always see you? What days are holy days? How do I do yoga? Spend kundalini to me. What's the difference between tantra and and and, and veda? I mean, all these things get like a normal conversation between guru and disciple. Right, but in this in this in this moment, what can they say? Right. So, like the god, the gods in the in in the in the Chandi story, when they were told to go do austerity, they began they prayed in verses that they had learned before, ancient verses. Right. Maybe they themselves wrote those verses. Who knows? Right. But we've forgotten them, or somebody wrote those verses. Right. Because sometimes we don't know what to say, but we have things to say. We have uh, slokas. We have mantras, the Vedas, and, and tantras. Right, so we we can remember by because that's a that's a benefit of remembering and practicing recitation, right? We have these verses, right? We we say Yadavis, Jayanti Mangalakali, We do this every day, morning, evening, praying tomorrow, right? Because we're trying like that. But they come come a time we don't know, we won't know what to say, right? right? Sorry, but we do know what to say. Yeah, Sarva Mangala Mangalakali, We've practiced, right? We were practicing what to say when we see her. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> right now we say it hoping to see her. It was faith that she's here. But when we actually see her and we know she's here and we get overwhelmed, we have words, right? So that's why so they that's why it's important these these five this hymn, the first five verses of the hymn, um, only the first one is shared with the Bhagavad in the in the Chandi, that the one that the first one. Then the other verses deviate a little bit from the collection from various places, but they're they're from the De- they're from the Devi. Uh, um, I mentioned the Shakti Upanishads, so they're considered at the time, at least by the author Devi Bhagavatam, as Vedic, right? So these are ancient. They they were authoritative verses, not just like we have all verses that we consider authoritative. These are our, our tradition, but these were considered. They ha- they have the 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 stamp of Vedic authority, of, of Shastric authority, right? They're uh, um, uh, Shruti, right? They're 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 the highest state, right? Uh-uh. So what does so what so this so what do they say? The first thing they say the f- this first Namo Devye. Sorry, funny. What time is it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's a good story time. We'll all get to the verse. We'll see. Yeah. Namo Devye Mahadevye Shivaye Satatam Namaha Nama Pakritye Pakritye Badraye 
niyata uh, pranata smitam. So this is a simple translation. I think that I didn't. I don't have the translation in mind, but uh, I gave. This is a simple, clear translation. It's a very nice and uh, not wrong. We bow. Yimno We bow to the goddess Mahadevi, that great goddess Shiva. Shiva does not mean Shiva. It means you. Shiva is that 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 um, uh, auspicious good. The name. It's a direct name for Devi in the Chandi, right? Uh, the one who's auspicious, right? We always bow to you. We always worship you. Nama prakritaye prakrit to that prakriti, that divine nature, right? Either nature or purusha prakriti, or however what school of thought you're using. We bow to you. And badra, badraye, that auspicious, the good. Um, um, I use gracious one, right? Niyata prasaspatam. Niyata means with discipline or with care, according to tradition. I have bowed to you. Right, that's a simple word-for-word, word-for-word meaning. Right, and that's a concur- and that's actually the the goddess, the great goddess, the auspicious goddess, the uh, 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 the one who has become nature, the one who is the one who's good. You know, again and again, with care and attention, according to tradition, I'm bowing to you. It's a good, it's a good thing, right? But actually, this verse is very important, right? It 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 it, it finds itself here. It's the same verse used by the gods in the Chandi, right? And it's from the so. And so people have seen this verse, and they say there's much here. So I, very quickly, I'll go what the much in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> I shall tell you what much is here. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. With some caffeine, it will help. With caffeine, anything is popular, possible. You must know their inner shakti and be able to do yeah. it. Chai, united with chai. Yeah, chayuktam. In the Gita, if you pl- twist around the words, united with cha. Thank you, dear. <coughs> Devi. So what is Devi? Right, so the first word, Devi means goddess, right? But Devi, we have to think, if this is encoded meaning in this, Dev, Dev means, uh, means Prakash. There's a mantra that says, Devi, Dev or, or Div means to shine, Prakash, right? Means light of awareness, light of consciousness, right? Devi, right? So this is, in, in this encoded language of the, of, the, of the Bhagavatam, Devi Bhagavatam, it is considered Atma Prakash. The light of, uh, of the self, the light of your, our, our own light of awareness, our individual light of awareness, our prakash, right? Our, our light of consciousness, right? So, Atma Prakash or Atma Surupini is given, right? This first Namo Devi. Because you have to think, if it means goddess, that's nice, but what does, God, what does it mean to call somebody the goddess or God or goddess? Even the word Deva means shining. Right. Ones who shine, right. these are uh, dev- Devas, right? Uh, 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 Sura. The gods also shining, right? The ones who shine, these are the devas. Right? So the word comes from the word shining. So, but we were established that light, that ne- they, they saw an infinite pillar of light, like ten thousand suns and ten thousand moons and lightning in all directions, <laughs> right? And we were, and and and, and that one that's revealed in the scriptures of Vedanta and the Upanishads and the Brahma Sutra as the light of consciousness. That's what they've seen. So when they call her Deva or Devi, right? It's not just God, just some goddess. It's not some some manasa devi or you know it's not like that. This is this is the li- this has to be consciousness, mm-hmm. right? The light of awareness, prakasha. At- but here, because it's the next word is maha devi, right? So this is a different type of devi. Two different names for the same goddess, right? So it means so if one's greater, this is the lesser. So this means our at- the atma chaitanya, our own awareness, right? The light of our own consciousness, right? Yade namo devi maha devi. What is maha devi? That Supreme, so para means supreme, so no, supreme goddess or supreme light, right? Para also means greater than, bigger than, uh, next, the next step, para, like guru, param guru. Guru and my grandfather guru, 
right? That's that new area. The, the, the next or bigger are, are like that. Or Padma means uh, 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 transcendent, right? Beyond, right? Uh, not just next, but beyond, beyond conception or supreme, right? Highest, foremost, first, final. All these things are Pada has all the according to you. So Pada Mahadev uh So here it says this means if 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 Devi means Atma, Mahadevi means Paratma, Supreme Atma. Maha and Pada, same. I'm sorry, I use I will give a whole talk on Pada. Should have been Maha, but Maha is the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Maha means great, it means next, it means the same thing, right? Yeah. In, in the in the lexicons it says like that. So Pada uh, Paramat, so one is Atma Surupini and Atma Prakash, Prakashini. Mahadevi is Paramatma Surupini. It's the essence of the Supreme Self, the one that's everywhere. Like So we have, it says in the Gita, there's two people living inside of our heart. There's the Jivatma and the Paramatma, right? And they're both there, right? right? We have a, our own individual me, right? And there's also the one that's, there's also a me inside of me that's in him. But it's not the one that I'm thinking, I am Bhajanananda. He has another co- little individualized conscious saying, I am Ambikananda. Right, you know, but, <laughs> but, there's no, but, there's one, but there's one that's in both. That's right. Paramatma. Paramatma. Right, that, that's one way of in- understanding Paramatma. Atma and Paramatma. Right. right? Then, so, Maha, Namo Devi, Maha Devi, Shiva. So, Shiva means good, auspicious, like this, right? But here, and the commentators, and they haven't, I mean, they're given, I'm not, I'm, because I'm very limited on time. I hope I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just trying to skip and pretend I know that I don't know. But there's, there's, there's a step to get from how Shiva becomes beyond, beyond even uh, 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 Devi and Mahadevi, right? So, Devi, Devi and Mahadevi, or Atma and Paramatma, there's something that's, constant so my individual consciousness and the consciousness universal consciousness right there's some what's what's common in those two things consciousness there's consciousness itself as it is right that we call brahman right or uh, uh, that so we have you have jiva or atman you have paramatman right uh, localized localized uh, super soul you could sometimes call it right and you have brahman itself consciousness itself Right, the non-duality from which Atman and Paramatma are manifestations of, or 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 or, 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 or experiences of, right? Uh, this is so they call that Brahma Chaitanya, right? That's a, that 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 absolute foundational awareness, right? Right. So Namo Deve Mahadeve Shivaye Satatam Namaha. I'm all the time, again and again, we bow. So this is the thing that we're bowing. So actually, this is our this is a definition of our religion. All aspects of our religion, we're, ac- we're, we're either we're, we're trying to find, we're we're saluting our own awareness, we're saluting the one that's in everyone, and we're, we're saluting the, the foundational, you know, and also the one who's in everyone also is sometimes called Ishwara, right? That's like we go through Ishwara is also Namo uh, Devye, that is uh, the Atman, Mahadevye is Paramatman or Ishwara, God. We we call God in the normal language, right? And so you have the self, you have the personal God. Right, the controller of the universe, right, and and you have that which is beyond, or not I said beyond. It's a foundation of the, both of those realities, both the experience of our individual experiencer as well as the divine exp- ex- experiencer, that Brahma Chaitanya, that which is both Atman and Paramatna, or the, that which is both the individual and the cosmic, right? There's a found. What what's the link? What's the in between? Right. Namo Deve Mahadeve Shivaye Sitadam Namaha. Nama, we bow again. Pakriti, Pakriti and Bhadra. Pakriti, Pakritye, Bhadraye. So there's two others. So 
these are different aspects of of um of, of um uh, so in um how do I say so Sri Ramakrishna said in the in the Chandi it says the same thing but Sri Ramakrishna said that Maya has two powers right that uh, has Vidya Maya Shakti and Avidya Maya Shakti there's a power that covers Avidya and make puts us in ignorance and there's Avidya uh, Maya that which is, brings knowledge right it's also Maya her Shakti her energy right so this is so when she covers herself what does it what does it mean what does she cover herself with right if her in this mantra, her supreme thing is that that supreme light of consciousness, right? So, what does it cover herself with? It, if there's only the uh, the awareness, then it covers itself with the same duality of the one who's aware and something you're aware with. That's prakash and vimarsha, or purusha prakriti, however you want to. The, the 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 light of consciousness then creates something to reflect itself in, so it can be experienced. It can experience itself or be experienced. So that is a mysterious thing, but that that means it creates. A world, a world of name and form, Namarupa, right? So this is the covering. It, she covers herself. We're not. Some people say, "Oh, this is a mistake." Vedanta, classical Vedanta. This is our fault, right? We we we, we are seeing incorrectly, right? And therefore, we see there's only Brahman. We don't see properly. We're attached. You know, it's our fault. That's okay. That's one that's one perspective. In the Shakti, she says she, it's her fault. She shows it. She shows herself this way. Right. Why? Because it's, there's a value to it. Because she has to be experienced. Even she can't experience it without an object to experience, right? Even though it's only her playing both parts, all parts, right? <laughs> Shiva looks at himself in the mirror, and that's that's Shakti, right? right? That's that's that. I mean, so this is this is this world of name and form, which another way we call that Pakriti, right? right? And Pakriti means that which is moving, that was ever in movement, right? Uh, um, so the name of, of the the one that's non-moving, pure awareness, is reflected or seen, or aware of or within it, this world of movement of name and form. The ripples, right, right, at pakrit pakriti. So, it's not. It's you could use a sankhya, but it, I'm not overly doing sankhya here. Prakriti means nature. Right. This translates. So it means nature, right? And so nature means nature, right? What happens in nature? In nature, everything is being done by nature, right? Like right now, it says that in nature in pakriti, everything is. Uh, 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 um, uh, what's the name? Pashu, means uh, a beast. Everything. Everything's an animal. Right, where we can be very, uh, we can be very sophisticated and educated. But actually, how do you digest your food? Nature is doing it. Right, still, no matter how sophisticated, you still gotta chop something up and put it in your mouth. Right, we tried to do it a little sattvically, and so it's not so gross. Right, <laughs> damaging on con- so it doesn't. We don't feel embarrassed about our our position as animals. Right, right? but everything's an animal. Everything's eating. Everything else, el- el- everything's going on. Even we are completely uh, bound by nature. Right, we're completely we're pashu. Pashu means beast. Pashu means bound. Right, like pashu means uh, the thing you a rope. Right, pashu means beast, an animal. Pashu means the rope you use to tie a beast. We're we're, we're bound to nature. The problem is that we're not only we see nature. We're so we're so we have no. Like, you know, I remember uh, I quoted this before. One 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 um, uh, very uh, advanced devotee, Vaishnav devotee. He told me, "Oh, we think we're God. We think we're so powerful and controlling. We can't even. You get, a, you eat a little wrong. You can't even stop going from the bath. Bad. You can't stop diarrhea, <laughs> right? You can't even, even if you're healthy, you can't stop going from the bath. I mean, it's like you can't stop. You cannot not eat, right? Or you can try to fast a little bit. And so we try. We do the best we can to get some discipline, so make it less embarrassing, right? So we feel like we're you know, humans, not animals, <laughs> but still we're animals, right? We cannot stop it, right? So that's a, so. Pakriti means she covers herself with name with, with as she sees Pakriti, which means 
avidya, which means covering, hmm. right? So this is like a, and then she's badra, badra, badra. What does badra mean? What does what does the auspicious, auspicious or uh, uh, gracious. gracious, right? Um, let me find my verses. Hmm? Gracious. Uh, so badra. So badra means good. Badra Kali, the good Kali, the gracious Kali, the benefit. But means, what does it mean to be good? It's not that she's giving you stuff, right? Nature gives you everything you need, right? right? It's it's. This is a this is a name for as giving grace, right? Mm-hmm. Which means revealing, right? Or we call yeah, it revealing. Uh, revealing. So this is, so actually now you have, you have, three aspects of the uh, of God and the two aspects that create the world, right? You have uh, two aspects of Maya. You have you have, Atma. Paramatma, Brahman, Devi, Mahadevi, Shiva, right? And you have Vijamaya, Avijamaya. You have ignorance. You have Pakriti and Badra. And these five names. This 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 mantra only has five names, right? But these five names reveal a lot. So if you think about these five names, very it's very cool. You're right. If you think about these five names. So let me find you here. So there's a five. So these are also describing by saying, "Oh goddess, because you are the supreme reality." These are at an absolute level. You are Atman, Paramatman, Brahman, Vijamaya, Avijamaya, right? That's 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 a very. But now, but now she's appeared as Bhuvaneshwari, the controller of the universe, right? With all weapons. Right, and these we don't get a chance, but the weapons are symbolic. Her jewelry is symbolic, and she's saying, "What do you want? What should I do for you? What can I teach you?" You know, so that now it's a so now she's Ishwari, Ishwara, right? So Ishwara, this is also important. Ishwara has certain qualities, right? And we call so we have Brahman is one thing, right? And you have Ishwara. Ishwara means God as a controller. We 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 say when we say God in in, in the English Christian idea of God. That uh, there's many. Uh, I thought I mentioned before. We have Atma, Brahman, uh, um, uh, uh, Purusha, Ishwara, uh, um, uh, 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 all these different things. They're all different. They're different categories of ways of thinking of God. They're not one word that says God, right? So sometimes I use uh, in English we have this word divine. Oh, we have to each one we can say. Oh, we're meditating on the divine, or or so God is the divine, Bhagavan is the divine, Ishwara is the divine, the Atman is the divine, Brahman is the divine. So we have a word that encompasses all these things, right? So Ishwara. So what is Ishwara? Ishwara is a technical term. What do you mean that God is a job description, right? <laughs> right? You know, because actually, when there's no world, there's no God. There's only Brahman. Then the divine still only the divine exists. You can't say only Ishwara exists because Ishwara is known as by a certain function. What are his functions? You know, we know. So Shiva is usually in the Shaivai text. Shiva has five heads to show his fivefold functions of Ishwara. These are Stristri. Stristi means creating, right? Uh, 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 uh. So we say Stristri Stiti Vinashanam, right? The one who creates, right? Stristi Palana. Palana or Stiti uh, means to protect or establish or to. Uh, uh, preserve, I guess. Preserve. This is a, so God creates. And he protects. He protects it, or or, or, or preserves it, right? Sustain, sustains. Another word, yeah, right. And laya or vinasha. Right? Laya means to dissolve, or vinasha means to destroy. However you think of it, right? One's more violent than the other, right? So this is the thing. So some people, there's a corny thing. I once, one, unfortunately, uh, with we salute the corny swami. Even corny swamis have their place. He says God means God is what is it? A generator, 
operator and destroyer, G-O-D. <laughs> it's like, oh, ooh, yeah, okay. But, but if, we, if, we, if, we, if we can pull apart Sanskrit text, if we can pull apart Sanskrit, they can, we can pull apart English syllables this way too, right? But it means these, these three functions, right? But these aren't the only functions because God, the other function is nigraha. Nigraha means to cover, right? He covers himself. In what? In the world. In the world that he creates the saints and destroys. Right? Hidden in plain sight, right? You know, uh, uh, uh. and anugraha. Anugraha means to reveal or to give grace, right? To uncover, right? So this is what we say, oh Lord, let me see you. Oh Mother, let me see you. What is that we're asking? We're only seeing her, but we don't see her. We don't, she won't uncover, open our eyes. So I was born in deepest ignorance. Om Magyana Timananda my Guru, open my eyes. That's the same thing. By this act of grace, our eyes are open. We see what's already there. Or she shows herself. Either we finally make it, we can see, or once again by her grace or his grace, he shows himself. So the Panchakrita uh, Parayana, the the fivefold functions of Shiva, right? But in that other mantra, Sristiti Vinashanam Shakti Bhute Sanatini, you are the Shakti, O Devi. You are the Shakti that creates, sustains, and destroys. So Ishura's power to contain, or the the Trimurtis, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva's power to create, sustain, and destroy, mm-hmm. right? You are the Shakti of that, right? right? So this is a, so, so so it's a fivefold function of Shakti of, of, of Ishura, but Ishura's power comes from her. She's the power. She's power. He's the powerful, maybe, but actually she's the powerful, right? <laughs> He's the f- they're the form, right? So Ishura. So therefore, so that's shown. You yeah, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. These are big, big, big gods, right? But then we have what in 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 the in the tantric symbolism. Uh, um, uh, uh, Panchapreta uh, uh, Asana, that the, the deity, the goddess, sits on a throne made of a stack of corpses. Right? What are those corpses? Or the pillars of the four corpses. Uh, this four is Brahma, place. Vishnu, and Rudra. And then Ish, Ishwara. And Sada Shiva is the plank. Right? right? These are five, four. These are the punch. They're considered, they're, consi- they're usually seen in, in beautiful art as Lalita Tipurusuni. She sits on this five-fold throne, Panchapretas, and Lita Sasanam is there, right? He sits on five, but it's described as corpses. In the image of Kali, sometimes you have stacked up corpses she sits on. Stack of corpses. <laughs> Usually the top one, we see her sitting or standing on Shiva. Even inside, she's standing on Shiva, right? And it's and sometimes you can see that image of her standing on the deity means that it's like, oh, she's supreme and the deity is pushed down, right? But that's not, there's, there's many meanings, actually. I was talking to a professor friend, up in, when I was up in Sacramento last week, right week, because the Tibetan deities we've seen there's there's Mahakal and yeah, one yeah. foot stomps on Kali, other foot stamps on Shiva, yeah. and I like at the Buddhist temple I like, going, well I guess that's cool, <laughs> it's like my deity I mean, obviously my initial response is to be offended, right? right? It's like they're Buddhist deities, or it shows that this shows the culture of of, of, of Buddhism stomping on Hinduism and yeah. moving forward is supreme, and that's one meaning, and and there's something, but it's, there's different meaning. Another meaning is that actually that, that Shiva and that Kali, this is conventional Kali, conventional Shiva. This is where we go to the temple, Om Namo Shivaya, Lord, please bless me. We wish your, wish your, wish your wife Parvati and your, and, and your bull Nandi, please cure my, you know, like this, right? This is our conception, the real Bhairava, the real Shiva. He's, that's just left behind. He's, he stands up. That's one of the symbols of a deity standing or sitting on another deity. The real deity comes up. Right. That's one. That's another thing. Right. It's it's uh, or it's showing that without that shakti, the the, the deity is just a corpse. 
Right, without, you know, it's like this body I'm pulling around, I'm carrying a corpse around everywhere. We pick up, well, the second we're going to go in, I'm going to pick up my corpse, put it over my shoulder, and drag it into the other room. <laughs> right? And put it back down again. This is, this is Padmasana. We sit on a corpse every day. We sit for meditation, you sit on a corpse. Yeah. We don't need to cut, you don't need to find a, a, a recently right. deceased body to do uh, Shavasana. Right. This body is recently deceased body. Right. Right, you know, it's like, uh, uh, it feels like and every year it gets more corpse-like. Drinking, drinking, drinking apart. You, <laughs> so you throw it down like a piece of meat. Sit back down again. Here we go again. Right, right. How to get up again? So this is so this is panta preta. Um, I have to. I'll, I'll clan. I know they're waiting for the, for the talk uh, inside for RIT, but just for the final point because I want to uh, um, find uh, So. So it's one is that showing that she's supreme by stomping mm-hmm. on the other deities or sitting on the deities, right? But also showing that she's the shakti of those deities. Mm-hmm. Shakti bhute. She's the energy. She's the one. She is the one by which Brahma creates. Vishnu sustains or protects and, and Rudra destroys, right? So Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva. Brahma, Vishnu, Rudra, the three. The three and Isha. Isha is another or Ish, Ishwara. Also another name, but, but it's another form of Shiva. But Ishwara, the lord of the world created world right. or the world of maya therefore he is the cover right. in this sense this is, we're using the words differently Ishrata, yeah. right and then so uh, uh, then you have sada shiva shiva is the plank this is what shiva ma sitsakli in union right that's the part that's the form of shiva is also a corpse but he's in union with her yeah. right so still that knowledge is still lower than the supreme mm. but it's the what reveals the supreme the this is the supreme like you want to find where ma stands on shiva Right, you want to find Ma's feet. Why? Because this is you look at look where Shiva, you find Ma's feet. That's a close. That's Shiva that lies. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how. So that's the. So that's the part that reveals. So uh, um, Brahma is Tristi, Vishnu is Pala, Palana, uh, Rudra is Laya, Ishvara is Nigraha, covering, and Sada Shiva is Anugra- Anugraha, revealing the fivefold functions of. Sh- so this is also a very. Um, uh, so in this one mantra, just think how much mm-hmm. has been said. Right, the nature, so many, the nature of the whole, the whole tantric philosophy is given, yeah, and it actually, oh no, in another word, it says niyata prasasmatam. We rem- we do, we bow to you, yeah, we bow and worship you, niyata, like niyama, by regulation. Yeah. Right. The thing is, we have to. It's a, by we're doing it properly. It's not just oh, everything's God's all moss. <laughs> we're not just making it up. Right. They were very emotional. What they did before they could control themselves and see and 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 and. and they did. They did properly. They did puja properly. They did, they did their japa properly. They did sadhana properly. It or it gives a context, uh, a discipline context, to to uh, to know the uh, that your experience is real. That's the thing. Is like the problem is like there can be, you can you can have all there's people having divine experiences. Maybe they're authentic. Maybe they're crazy, completely delusional. How do we tell? We can't tell. You can't know. Can't tell. Judge somebody's subjective experience. Somebody claiming, "Oh, I've talked to God," or "I am God." Maybe he's God. Maybe that's the latest avatar. I know some. I know several people I've met who claim to be avatars, right? Either they're avatars or they're total crazy delusion. I have a feeling they're in total crazy delusion, because they. I don't have the normal tools to check tradition, right? The standard, uh, so you can see step by step, and you know, and there's tests, right? And so you know the experience of the real. So carefully, I, I'm saluting you. I'm thinking these things mm-hmm. step by step, and then Devi reveals herself more. If you do this, then she asks, ask a boon. Or, what's an, I have I've come to tell you this. Not to, well, yes, I come to destroy you and now you're crazy. 
right? And you'll be institutionalized soon, most likely. <laughs> that's not the that's not the thing. Is that, and you can you can there's people just by devotion to God they've experienced it, but they, there's no nothing to hold it. The container is not there to hold it. Tradition is the container to hold it. Sad the guru given sadhana tradition to hold it, right? When my guru my own guru who we believe attained that high state or is one of those high states, right? When he experienced that, first thing he did, his guru came. His guru is still living and checked. Yes, yes, yes. Your your tallies with the scriptures and tallies with my experience. These two things, right? You've and, and also you reached it by following. This is what's supposed. To, you did this. I told you to do this, this, and this, and you did this and this, and this is what came. That's what the results were supposed to be. And then I tested it by my experience and the experience of the scriptures, and the tradition, our lineage of sadhus, right? So now you can say, oh yes, it's real. Otherwise, maybe it's even if you did everything right, it could be delusional, right? Your ego want your ego latches onto it, or you know, a big chakra said a big elephant goes into a tent. It breaks the tent. Right, some big experience comes in, but doesn't doesn't you know? It's like you, you know you don't know. So there's something about there's still something that we've done it with niyama, right? Niyama, we've done it with some discipline, but by not overly. It's not we're not like rules, but niyama means with with discipline and tradition. And the proper I've I properly saluted you. Also means I've saluted you as the atman, as properly as the, I've seen you properly as the atman, paramatma, brahman. As uh, the one, as my, as Mahamaya and 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 Avijja Shakti and and Vidya Shakti, I've seen you as everything, right? I've I've tried and 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 then the next verse, we didn't, obviously we didn't get to the next verse, but the next verse contain <laughs> both in the Chandi. The next verse is the one I gave there as a Chandi, or in the Devi Bhagavad Gita, it says you are like fire, you are like all kinds of other ways of describing. Here, Rudraye Namonitya, you know, you are horrible, you are Nitya, you are eternal. You are gaudy. You are shining. You are, you know, it's like it's all these things. You know, all these contradictory categories. But if somebody starts talking crazy like that. You are horrible and you are wonderful. That person's crazy. <laughs> or, but the thing is, every yogi has said this. So we say it. Matt, we're using the words to describe and try to understand that supreme reality the way it's been understood. Not that we have to make it our own. We shouldn't just repeat what other people say, right? But by by repeating what other people say, we authenticate our own experience and we generate. An authentic experience, as per tradition. Jai Makali, we'll leave it there. Yes, Sumi. When you say the uh, Jivatma or uh, the self, um, or you didn't say that, but the self that thinks you're Rajan Ananda, is yeah. that is that different from the Ahamkara? Is the that's a good that's a good question. The Ahamkara, well, this is a different thing, but Ahamkara, the Ahamkara, the I sense. Right, that is something that's used by the Jivatman or by the Atman or even by Brahman, however you think it's it's a limitation. The I sense and the buddhi and the manas right. and the chitta, these other things that are called the inner sense, right? The sense. The, that but the ego, yeah, the ego but the thing is that the, the, the jiva is a, is a sense of individual eyeness, awareness, right? But a hamkara is like, it's me and mine. Okay. That's another thing. It's a different, it's a different level, a different level right? Because actually, jiva. It's tricky. Jiva is considered in this this text as as real, right? Maybe not absolute. It's not absolutely real, but it's real. Okay, Ji- but but ahamkara is not real. Ahamkara <laughs> is a tool. It's 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 a, it's it's a, it's an it's a it's an evolutive pakriti. You have right. just like you have, so you have earth, fire, water, air, ether, right. so uh, manas, mind, advanced. intellect, and ego. These are there's gross elements and subtle elements. Just like earth is earth is earth. I mean, we, it's earth is real. But if I think I'm earth, then I'm being foolish because I'm not earth. So similarly, it's 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 more difficult to say I'm not the mind, I'm not the intellect, and I'm not the ego. But it's the same type of thing. But it's more difficult to say I'm not the atman or jivatman or paramatman or. So that's more trick. That's more tricky. That's uh, yeah, the sense of self. Paramatman is the yeah. same.
Yes, yes, yes. But, the, but, but then in the, in the Kalpa Sutra, which we read a long time ago in our classes, right? It says Jiva, independent of the tattvas, is Shiva. Right, Jiva identifies us as the tattvas, and therefore we, call, we, cons- we Shiva considers ourselves to be. Indiv- we think Shiva, Shiv- the infinite Shiva, thinks it's limited, or thinks it's liberated, according to certain things. Right. Yeah. So there's actually no. So what, what's the difference between Jiva and, and and Shiva, or between Atman and Brahman? That gets more complicated. Different right. schools that say it's an yeah. experiential thing and a philosophical point, which we're not. We don't have time for that tonight. <laughs> Jai Sri Ramakrishna, Jai Mahavishnu, Jai. We'll continue next, next, next. We'll see what we do next week. <laughs> this is what I had this week. It's an